0: It's Dick Little from The Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to The Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.
1: Holmberg's morning Sickness. Morning Sickness.
2: good morning everybody hello there welcome to friday it is 5 45 my name's john how are you there's brady there's brett big dick toledo's here the romper room's in place let's go <clears throat> get through this half-ass holiday workday today i'm noticing that there are no other morning shows here <laughs> how do we after 22 years we're the only ones trudging through walls. We come, we get on the air first, we're off the air last, <laughs> and know. we're working today. You should have signed up with one of these other groups. <laughs> oh, hell no. I don't blame <laughs> you for being with a good one, but I'm just saying. Damn it
0: all. I want on their scale. I'm jealous. Maybe they're in one of the 50 trailers I saw today on the highway.
2: There's a lot of trailers out. I saw that this morning, too. There's a lot of people packing up in my neighborhood, and there's already, you know, you're leaving it quarter to five in the morning there's guys outside stuffing things inside an rv i'd never seen before so yeah people are going to be leaving it's going to be crazy and here's something i hadn't thought before about they're heading down to the uh the glendale state farm oh they stadium. could be pre-gaming in the great lawn <laughs> yeah. for all day i uh i hadn't thought of this and i'll just a little psa for you i was gonna take whitey i was gonna ride whitey to work today my uh white jeep but i ended up with blackie because i got in whitey because i was low on gas and blackie Fired it up and it had uh, last night's rain was sitting on the window and hit the windshield and those those blades just tore off. Oh. Uh, they just I'm disintegrated. And I'm like, I hadn't even thought they'd been cooking all year. So a little uh, PSA if your car today if you haven't because we haven't used our windshield wipers for months. Yeah, they look normal. They're not. They just, and this just tore off my car. I'm like, I laughed. And I'm like, man, I've heard about this, but it just cooked the rubber. On those things, so I need uh, Brady and Brett to get back out there and change those windshield wipers on get white. All fixed We're on it, there, up. Chief. You, you, you got three days. You should be I able got to get two that hands done. this time. I should be able to get this one. I don't believe you. But yeah, so I had to hop in the other one, which I was like, I wonder if these are, in. and they're good. So even if you test it, because I'm always shooting the windshield wiper juice on my windows and wiping them. I know I've done that on the white one, and it didn't. But last night, whatever happened in the last few days cooked those and just turned them into spaghetti string it was hilarious <laughs> did you scratch your windshield and everything no too? it wasn't okay. that bad they right. they the first pass i was like jesus it just oh, okay. it just ripped them i was so i'm like well i'm not i'm not going to be alone on that one if you haven't used your windshield wipers for a while in this heat it cooked them and broke them so prepare yourself give it a little test because it's probably going to rain a little bit later this morning too and tonight so just to you know John was first one up on this one so let's let's uh let's think about it precautionary moves I, I hadn't used the windshield wipers on that car probably a year it's been a while so.
0: just uh, if it could just a uh, monsoon or rain during the concert and then stop uh-huh. for
2: after when we're yeah. done just uh, let us get there yeah. and then let us get home I was over at the arena I was at the stadium yesterday uh, and I, the interviews will go up later this morning Dom uh, our, our our Barney Rubble Dom uh, was down there filming and doing all the work and I got to chat with uh Dixon Rob, Dom Rob Trujillo yeah Dixon <laughs> Dom I got to chat with uh Rob Trujillo uh yesterday for we talked for about 45 minutes I don't know how much they're going to use. Jealous. Yeah, it was great. He was awesome. And uh then uh Rob Dietrich who is the dude who uh distills and blends blackened whiskey. That dude's a fascinating man. So I got to chat with him. We we have an interview with him too cuz not only is he <laughs> you think he's just some whiskey guy. He was a in the military, he was at Mogadishu. He was in. The, he was in the real. He was in the crap. He was in it bad. You know, he was in the. His his life is amazing. He started as a light rig guy for Metallica, the, as like his first gig in San Francisco, and just kind of got a job at the arena and ended up working with Metallica, and then and it just all kind of came into the symbiosis. the The way it all came together was incredible. They're doing a signing uh, liquor sign. Robert uh, Trujillo and him. Are over at Paradise Liquors later, two to three o'clock on like Southern and twenty something Street. They're over a uh, South uh, South Phoenix. They're going to sign stuff and hang out. That dude is someone you like. You'd think you're going to get enamored by Trujillo and his history with Metallica and Suicidal and all the bands he's played with. Uh, but that's a guy to talk to right there. He was fascinating. We've had him on the show on the phone before when they uh, had Blackened come out. And we're like, oh, this is great. Good for you. Nice guy. Chatted. Very funny. But man, his stories were. Mind blowing! Everything he's done has been like, I, and I told him, "I'm like you're, you're everything I've never been like this. You are what a life you've led." And I'm an idiot. I said, "You served the country. I served ribs." While we were the same age, like <laughs> I served ribs at Tony Roma's, like while you were in firefights saving America as a superhero. I'm like, I'm a loser. He was great, and that's what everybody in the room's like. Yeah, have dinner with him sometime. You will feel like your life's been worthless because this guy not only did that, then he accomplished all sorts of stuff in the music industry. Then he started to say, "Hey." We could blend whiskeys and, and it starts this. Gets with metallic, has this black and thing. It's great whiskey. So did that. And then Trujillo and I talked for a while. And he, I've not had this happen in a while without trying, amped me up for this show tonight. And I said, just give me something. Tell me something that that sells the last five tickets that are still available. Sell it to me. Like tell me if tell me if I'm a guy on the fence on going why. And he goes, we we write a song for each city we play in that no one knows about. Oh, wow. And they do a song for each one. He goes, and sometimes it comes off, we kill it, and he goes, and sometimes it's just garbage. But he said, we do a song we we have just written for each city. And then we, the tear, one song we challenge. tear it down, and we go into the next place, and we write another one. He said, it's him and Kurt that do that. And I'm like, all right. And I said, well, what's the tease on this one? And he said, something about alligator burns. And he said, I'll just let you know. And I'm like, that is awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah. And he also said he's going to change the lyrics of one of those songs to Rack of Lamb for me. So listen for that. Uh, yeah, you know, He's going to say Rack of Lamb uh, instead of Yes, I Am or something. I forget what song it was. But he was great. And then I got to see the setup. Is this concert is like nothing I've ever seen. Are we getting our money's worth at this you one? You are so getting your money's worth for tonight's show. And, I mean, the snake pit is the size of this room. It's there's nothing and that is and they kept telling me that's the only way to see this show. Like if you like there's it's a different experience. It Isn't is
0: there are like how many I wonder it looks like there when I saw a picture
2: It's bigger than that. I mean I'm exaggerating, I'm just saying it's small. It but is, there's was
0: only like a couple hundred people, right? Yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah. It is unreal how and it's just you're part of it. You're in there. And it's amazing. So and the, the stadium setup is... It's amazing. It's unreal. I can't... I, mean, I I don't get blown away easy. Normally, I walk in and go, oh, this is going to stink. You Normally, like Guns N' Roses at the stadium, I walked in there and I looked at the stage and I had to walk out. And I'm like, this is going to be one of those left-to-right shows where the sound comes from your right and it blows you away until it hits the repeater and then it starts over and then it's going to have echo. It's, this thing is not. It is a full sound system... For an average concert in seven different places. You will have everything we so have. So no matter
0: where you're sitting, like upper deck is going to be
2: unreal. fine. And so during the interview with Trujillo, I'm sitting there and uh, you just in the back. Of, we're not out there. We're in a room under the stadium. And all of a sudden you just kind of hear uh, you know, like, what's going on. I like guess loud. And they're just testing the uh, the, the tracks for one. And I'm like, Oh, the helicopter's going the and I'm like, Oh, whatever. The little videos run and they're testing all that stuff. That sound for just that blew the the room up. It was so cool. So we walked around and we checked, like Larry checked where he was sitting and his seats are remarkable. He got in like a great spot and it's amazing. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty special. As far as concerts go, let's just say this. You may think you spent a lot of money on it. The band has put a ton into it. Like this is looking at that thing. That's a four or five million dollar night to do this for two nights. They are putting. Uh, a, I, I'm throwing a number out. They might be laughing. Like ah, it's more than that. It is unreal how much money is put into this thing. Unreal. Just like Rammstein production. I mean, bigger. Bigger. really? Yeah. Wow. I've, I've seen Romstein in giant facilities and arenas. It's bigger. It's it's. Ridiculous. And then
0: to have three bands. Like yeah. is there a is it just all in the circle?
2: Yeah. yeah. As far as I know, that's how it's going to run. And I'm is... wondering
0: how they switch out or, you know, the drum kits and all that. So
2: here's the craziest part. So the stage they're on is not a circle, but it's round. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's like kind of this weird ob- oblong thing. And there's four drum sets. And Lars gets up and runs to other drum sets and does stuff at other spots. That oh, wow. way, every single aspect of the stadium has the thing pointed at them at one time or another. But the band gets to run around. On the stage, which is... Maybe fifteen feet wide, maybe uh, pyro holes all over the place, and so they've got to know where all of those are at all times and when they're going off and what songs they're going off. And I asked Robert about that, and he said the holes are. You, you've seen them. He said they're black. he's everything's dark up there. He said, I'm in my little bubble trying to play the song, and he's I'm looking down like am I on one? And he's like I you know. He's like, I have to kind of learn it. And he said. So they'll do a thing with the rehearsals and stuff. And he goes, "It's there's a lot going on up there." And I'm like, "Man, that is not a, a you don't have a lot of room to operate." And he goes, "We managed it." And he goes, "We've got it figured out now." And he said, "But yeah, it's there's a lot going on." And he goes, "The only one that doesn't have to worry about is Lars." <laughs> Uh, that's true. He sits still the whole goddamn time.
0: Well, especially back in the day when James got burned right. from pyro. I right. mean, I'd be like, uh eh, we're done with pyro. Why are we now. doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah do
2: we keep it above us, why is it coming out of the stage still? But evidently,
0: there's a pop singer last week. She walked right into one of them. Oh it man, was in the wrong position it zapped her pretty.
2: good. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it's you'll be blown away when you get in there. You're going to look around going, okay, this, I've not seen this before. The way it's set up is insane, and it is all fan experience. It's for the fan the stage is not hogging up space it's it's for everybody to be close it's pretty cool
1: Homeburg's morning sickness disgusting they smell they're
2: sticky they say things that are horrible Homeburg's morning sickness it was it was awesome too. i like i'm glad i got to see it before anybody was there as the guys are working on And then Nigel. Yeah, we all know Nigel. Oh, of course. Nigel and was there. screaming at everybody? And no, and that was a funny part. Nigel didn't know that i do the Nigel thing for our U-Fest, and I did that while I was like... If, for those who don't know, Nigel is a guy who's been running concerts in this city forever. A British guy. And he runs a tight ship. And we've joked about it before, that you'll be standing next to Nigel backstage, and he's like, All right, radio people, up against the wall! And everybody has to lean on the wall like this, and it's like a Sergeant Master kind of thing. Sergeant Major, I mean. And uh, so he's, it's, uh, you're up against the wall. and He's like, all right. And you just hear him talking to uh, his little microphone. All right, we're exactly two minutes away from the band needing to be on stage playing or we go behind time. So get it together and let's go. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then he'll look right at you. How are you doing, man? You're doing good, mate. As a family, is everything right? So he comes over. I didn't know he knew about that. And he goes, get out of here, radio people. Go, go, go. And I start laughing. He goes, I hadn't known you'd done that bit. And I start laughing. He goes, they played it for me. I've never yelled at anyone in my life. Now get out. (laughs) We were dying. He was great. So, yeah, all the people that are involved are are everybody who's been through concerts. I know I'm just going nuts, but, I mean, this is what it did to me. Uh, We've seen Nigel at a 1,000 concerts and a 1,000 he's done that we haven't seen him at. And he looked at this and he goes, Pfft never seen anything like it. It's... Un- it's I mean, Beyonce it's got to be just,
0: new yeah. Yeah, for him. I mean, it's not like he... It's, it's not, it's a, though. a stage that's one of a kind, That's though, the crazy
2: part. I mean, well, this part is like, it's all different to everybody. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, the concert going, whatever, set up, yada, yada, like, he's, um, this is unreal. Like, nothing I've ever seen. Beyonce was just here. He goes, that was a pretty big thing. And Taylor Swift, that was a pretty big thing. He goes, this is like nothing I've ever seen. Like, wow. Awesome. For him to say. Yeah. And well, just as far as the stuff. technology and yeah. everything that's going it's going to be awesome. And I hope I don't hype it up and then they go out there and the bed. But Stage you know, breaks. Yeah. So here's how it works tonight. Uh, leave your house about noon because uh, Labor Day traffic is unpredictable. Who knows where people are going, when they're going to leave, what's going on with half ass Holiday Workday. Uh, we don't know when people are coming or going. Uh, but we know they're trying to get out early and they're going to muck up traffic all day and all night. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen goes on at 6 o'clock pronto. Oh man. At six o'clock. Early. Yeah. Pantera is six fifty five. Oh. Pronto. Like they are not they're not wavering a minute on the openers at all. Uh they did say Metallica has been eight thirty schedule and hitting the stage about eight forty five pretty normally, ten fifteen minutes after they're supposed to. But it is six and six fifty five if you want to see either of the openers, that is how this is gonna go. We got a hundred and twenty-some thousand people guaranteed going this week, and at least tickets, probably a bunch of doublers, but that's a lot.
0: So after Pantera, you got your uh, forty-minute merch run, merch (laughs) beer run. You
2: go get your beers and you get your merch and you run to it. Yeah, pretty awesome. So I was, I was fairly knocked out, and that's hard to do because I look at concerts as like, been there, done that. This is all the same. There's the stage. Here's the pyro setup. There's the screen. Uh, this, I haven't, I haven't seen much like this before. We were all kind of walking around going, and the dudes who have seen it in other cities are like, just wait. And it's just, it is just a different experience as far as sound and everything else. And he also said it all depends on the stadium too and how it eats the sound. So hopefully, and, but it's the technology is incredible we're gonna it's it's special it's a special kind of rock show and it's and it's i even told robert i'm like is this more of like casting a shadow on all music going hold my beer watch what rock and roll can do to a show like you can have your little dance party or your taylor swift nights out where his costume changes this is the shadow cast going this is what a uh, concert stadium rock supposed to look like it isn't supposed to be taylor swift even though fine go ahead have it and he goes uh it was in the back of our mind <laughs> like, all right oh yeah Corey Feldman's going to join us. Like a, He's a, a already second. on the phone. He's on the horn right now. And that's the best part. I get to talk to Robert Trujillo of Metallica yesterday. And Corey Feldman's going to call us right now. When's the show, Rich? Uh, I have to look it up. Okay, I yeah. I was on it last night. I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's September something. We're all going. I went to the show last time. I just got to know about his 22 thing. And just let Corey go. Who knows what Corey's going to talk about? He's bananas. And the great... I'm- Corey uh, October 11th. It's October. Marquee. Okay, we're all going. October 11th. Last time it was 110 people. This time there's going to be at least 300 uh, idiots who are going to take their night out to go watch this thing and have fun. And uh, see what Corey's all about. Yeah, Toledo booked this yesterday. So you want to talk to Feldman? I'm like, of course I want to talk to Feldman. When? He goes, tomorrow morning. I'm like, okay. And I'm going to talk to him about last time he wanted to come on the show, but wouldn't get up in the morning. What's this about? Why Six. He's what?
0: He's in a room. He just gets to make calls.
2: That's it? He's do- Oh, this is his press tour? Yeah. It's probably on oh, the East Coast somewhere. Because
0: of the Funko bo- bobbleheads.
2: Oh, that's right. He's selling Funkos of himself.
0: <laughs> it's like only 3,000 of them, right?
2: Don't worry about it. I don't know. <laughs> There's plenty. <laughs> plenty of them. 3,000 is overshooting the mark, I think. Although I might get one. The novelty of it all. Yeah. So I go right from that. Metallica. The great stage of Metallica last night. And it makes me think, hey, nobody should ever play live ever again. Right into Corey Feldman, who's going to call us from Lost Boys, Corey Feldman, superstar. And now he's not calling. Oh, the phone's dead? That might be a blessing. <laughs> Toledo's punching the phones. Anyway.
0: My f- my, remember this? My fraternity brother, Brooke McCarter, was a vampire in Lost Boys. All right. Here we go. Right, I'm right right wanting to. Say go. Go. He doesn't remember. I just remember. want to know if, <laughs> if they hooked up. Well, your no, brother no, no, was in any no. which way you lose right, right, too, yeah. so or any which way you can. Well, no, Brooke don't was a little was. more present than my yeah. brother.
2: Uh, that, and, that doesn't mean he's best friends with. Are you going to bring no, this up? Okay, no. I'm, this is those moments that I get. I Kind of want to
0: ask because you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Brooke McCarter?
0: <laughs> yeah, and he probably. I don't think he would.
2: Maybe he would. Of course he wouldn't. You think he would? Oh well, he's one of the four vampires, but maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you handle this. You talk to him. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not. I, don't, I want to know about the Brooke Mc regime. regime.
0: Okay. R.I.P. Brooke. Right, he died in that's the first thing I'm asking
2: him. He's on right now. Let's go, Corey Feldman. Everybody, this is going to be interesting. And this was a shocker to all of us yesterday.
0: Holmberg's Morning
1: Sickness. Disgusting.
2: They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Homebird's UPD. Holmberg's morning Sickness. Toledo's running around scrambling, getting things. Corey Feldman's on the phone right now. Uh, we know Corey Feldman from the Lost Boys and everything else. Corey, are you there? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing well. How are you, sir?
1: uh well very tired very tired I, I don't think i've had as much caffeine as you
2: guys yet but uh i'm working on you it. don't know that and we start the day with cocaine let's all uh tell the truth here uh cory i gotta oh, well, uh, then,
1: <laughs> then you're a real man that's right <laughs> a, real man. a real powerful <laughs> man
2: there's no way to get up at four in the morning and not have a, a sub, something keeping you alive uh i gotta ask you uh, well uh, i ahead. i just did it so i don't know i <laughs> guess I can, i'm here to diffuse that answer because i'm
1: definitely awake as far as i can tell but you know, oh, who knows. The, the results aren't in yet.
2: So <laughs> Last time you were uh, in Phoenix, uh, you were uh, they were trying to schedule an interview with us on the show and you wouldn't wake up for it. You said you wouldn't do it until before noon. Yeah, I must be a real jerk. No, no, I wasn't saying jerk. I was just saying, I'm so, like, <laughs> now you're doing, now you've they've taken it to the next level of 6 a.m., which is ridiculous. But, hey, I go to
1: extremes. I go to extremes. <laughs> I guess no, so. No, you, you know what? No, uh, what happens is people don't realize this, but when you're on tour, the last thing you want to do is be up at 6 o'clock in the morning doing a radio show when you got to sing that night. That's true. At 1 in the morning or whatever. Now, where, where are you right now? Uh, yeah. I'm in Los Angeles, so okay. it's a lot easier for me to do this now. See, what we're doing is doing all the radio shows ahead of the tour. Right. So that way we can kind of promote it. You know, I can get up. I don't mind getting up early and talking to everybody. It's great. But when i got to save my voice, it's a little more difficult. So, yeah, now, that's that's what happened. Corey, Nothing personal, I assure you.
2: Yes, of course. Corey, you've been in the news here lately uh, with what's going on personally with you, and you're still touring, and that's like uh, kind of... Uh, Surprising, yeah, yeah, it it flat sucks, sucks. yeah. So uh, the angels are, it's over.
1: There's no more angels. Yeah, angels have flew the coop.
2: And and what did you do?
1: Oh, what did I do? I opened the cage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. That's a solid answer. So, yes, yeah, no, so, no, but yeah, no. it stinks. Listen, so, why you know, not?
1: You know, it's, it's, it's called, it's called, it's called divorce. It happens to everyone. Been through uh, it. Not everyone, but a lot of people, unfortunately. More, more than not.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you days. this. You know, uh, you, once yeah. you're, once you're out of it, you realize that's probably the best thing that could have happened.
1: Yeah, listen, her and I are, are are planning on remaining friends. That's always the goal. And, and you never know what can happen in the future, but we definitely needed a break. It's, listen, we went through 12 very intense years. I, I don't wish that, I don't wish that kind of intense, uh, uh lifetime of information on anybody within that period of time. Yeah. We dealt with more things than most people should ever have to. And you know what? I'm very grateful that we, that we had each other during those times. We have a, a very strong bond. The relationship was a beautiful relationship, it was the best relationship as far as marriages go out of, you know. <laughs> Out of the many that I've had. yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean this was de- this was definitely in the top ten. I gotta say,
2: uh, as far as marriage go. Will you get married uh, again, Corey? Saying. Do you think you'll do it again?
1: Uh, stop it! Don't I'm please. just asking. God, God, why are you why are you swearing at me like that? <laughs> um,
2: so it's off the table. You're all done. So this is good so news for groupies I, of Corey Feldman. I, I, I,
1: there you go. Perfect. Yeah, you get that's exactly to exactly what you know what that's that's all I was thinking about really. <laughs> right. I was like, you know what? Who needs this marriage thing? I got groupies waiting for God's sake.
2: Exactly. You can you can hose half the crowd now and nobody's uh, gonna give you grief.
1: Listen, I have a brand new single that's coming out tomorrow morning. It's called Deceptive Deborah. And uh it's a very exciting rock and pop sort of tune. And I think uh, I think people are going to love it, and it's just in time for the tour. So that's what—that's why I'm you're here. About right that's now. all right. That's Can what we you play
2: it first? It. Yeah, you yeah. should focus in on that. For you sure. should.
1: Yeah. You should play first. You should be the the first in the world because if you play it right now, you will be the first in the world. Yeah.
2: Well, we have to have it. I don't world think anybody premiere. gave it to us. You would have to premiere it. Uh, now, let me ask you this: did We you, did. You, well,
1: I think we tried, but you know, you guys were an add-on. We we didn't plan on this originally. I guess you jumped on late, but that's okay. Yeah. We don't blame you. We love you. Thank yeah.
2: you. Beautiful. And the show I, I went to your last show and uh I, and there was uh and it was uh it was uh, interesting to watch because of the way the crowd reacts to what you do when you do uh well there was the goonie song and then there was the lost boys song and everything else and i kind of saw that the crowd did you enjoy it well you, when it was oh, i had a great time when we had uh the uh um, uh everybody started talking about the movies while you were singing right it was yeah, like this well, trip happened. down memory lane
1: you know, it's like. Exactly, it's a nostalgia, you know, which is good. We yeah. like that. We like that. I started you know, crying it with my
2: date. Yeah, <laughs> we did lose. Did. We did lose our side guy because uh, he he met a girl there, and they ended up. So he he, he ended up hooking somebody okay. up in the bathroom. Is see,
1: see, I'm yeah. like, uh, see, that's why it's called Lovery tours. I'm yeah. like a pimp, basically. Yeah. I just stand on stage and I croon, and then people meet each other, yeah. and they go to the bathrooms and they yeah. hook up, and it's just, you know, I feel like uh, Bob Eubanks.
2: Yeah, you were kind of the newlywed game. Well, he wheeled her right into the bathroom. They went into the stall, and it was a pretty amazing night. So he's he's been bragging about his well, girlfriend.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> come back out and see us again. You might get laid again.
2: That's right. <laughs> Bank it. Yeah. Planning it's on every time you come to town, Brady gets a little piece. So it's uh, you, you, are you are the catalyst. You are the lubricant. Come back more so often. They- yeah.
1: So, so you're saying once every four years he could yeah play? That's yeah awesome.
2: Well, he needs his Corey Feldman lube because if it doesn't if it doesn't <laughs> I show up yeah. That's, i understand. I need mine too. That's right. What can I say? Well, if you see a, a rotund man about five foot eight inches pushing someone into a bathroom, then you can join because I don't he's, think wait, he'd be. If I
1: see him,
2: he's in my bedroom right now. <laughs> oh my god, that could be him. Yeah. Uh, now I got to ask you this: uh, your fascination with the number twenty-two. What's going on there? I don't understand yes. it.
1: Um, It's probably like some weird psychic thing that was implanted into me with an MK Ultra chip when I was my first clone. So it's really nothing to really worry about too much.
2: Well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. I just don't understand it. Like you talk about it a lot, no. and you say your life revolves around it, and I don't. I don't think I understand it.
1: No, no, no. It's just a lucky number. What's you don't have a lucky
2: number? Oh no. Okay, if that's all it is, but I've heard you go on about it before, and I'm like, I don't get what like the connection. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> the coveted, the coveted twenty-two, <laughs> yeah. mystical and magical, and it it rules us all. Well, you even said on stage. Um, you it, even said on stage that yeah. uh, the reason it was called the Love Tour Twenty Two. Uh, or whatever, I forgot, yeah. that that wasn't the correct name, was it? But it was something like that, you said it was no, it because... Was. it was, yeah. last year, yeah,
1: no, last year was actually 2022. Yeah, so no, that, I get that, that but that you said, you
2: said on stage it had nothing to do with the year, it had something to do with this and this, and that was like, it all rev- and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm it not... It sent you that little spin. I...
1: I, I, I I think you had too many
2: drinks that night. That is true. I probably, I had to drink a lot uh, because it was late and we were getting up with the cocaine the next morning. So we were were mixing and matching. I I understand. I
0: understand.
2: What do you like better? My magic number 69. All right. That's that's true. Brady's magic number All the time.
0: (laughs) All the time.
2: (laughs) So uh, you're you're coming back here in October. You're going to do Marquee Theater again. Uh, and yeah, uh, I love that place. Yeah, you and the J- Big theater. And you do you, you have the same band? I mean, obviously you're you're down one member. Are you no, going to replace uh, her?
1: Well, yeah, well, that's the idea. We've been we've been training somebody. I don't want to give anything away yet because we're not 100% ready to announce that. But we are training someone and I think we're going to pull it off. So, uh, it's exciting, is not an easy feat. Are you it's going not to an easy feat? I mean, no. people don't realize how much You know Courtney brought to the table, but she's a DJ, she's a VJ, she's a keyboard player, she's a singer. Like you know, it's a lot. It's a lot going on back there. I said,
2: "Can I make a suggestion? Replace her with a dude. Replace her with a dude." Um, Can I tell why are you why?
1: Can I? Are you well, no, no, no. I'm
2: not interested. But I, let me ask you. Let oh, me tell you because I, I, um, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. But I, I say replace okay, it with a dude because you're going to have. You're honest here. <laughs> <I laughs> no, it's a fact. You have. Uh, you're going to have post. It's too soon for you. You're going to have post traumatic singer disorder, and you're going to look over and see somebody dressed oh, yeah, like you're doing the same thing, and you're going to get sad.
1: You know what? I actually thought that, but that's okay because when I realized that I was putting you in the job, because by the way, you are a DJ, so that's you true. fit the part. i got half of it. I can do it. All right, okay. I'll do it. You just you just, you just Wait, denied then. that your job was your job. Like, I don't do any of that.
2: Well, I'm no good at it. I, I don't want to go up on stage and show okay. it off. Yeah, that's no good. I <laughs> see. Yeah, I got you.
1: Yeah. No, but my whole point is is that, no, no, it's, listen, it's not an easy thing, to be completely honest. It is traumatic, and when you look over at your band members, that you you know you're used to seeing there for 12 years and they're not there it's very jarring yeah you know i mean it's that's a long time
2: a dude uh, just hire a dude so it, it,
1: yeah it, the only problem with that is i can't really sing love songs to a guy in a wig, twenty twenty three, Corey,
2: you sure can.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose theoretically I could. Yeah. Okay.
2: You would it be woke. Doesn't hit the same. All right. It doesn't
0: well. hit the same. All right. All right.
2: Well, we're interested in what you got. Hormones to
0: change us. that whole thing.
2: And you're selling those little uh, dolls of yourself as well, <laughs> hey,
1: right? Listen, listen, I got, I got a very important science question for you. Okay. How do you make a hormone? <laughs>
2: Uh, is, I can at your of, show. No, yeah, right. one Stop that.
1: Hey, you
2: don't pay her and you throw her out the door. That's good night. Right. All right. right. <laughs> Corey, uh, good luck with the tour. I hope it all goes swimmingly well, and I hope you stay uh, mentally healthy through this uh, trying time while you're trying to dance and sing for our entertainment, which I appreciate.
1: Thank you, and why start now?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. There you go. All right, we'll see you, man. Thank you, Corey Feldman. Awesome man. He hated every second. Of it. He hung up so fast. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that world Brady, premiere. Brady was banging that handicap lady, yeah, the entire Why are we not Ritter, world premiering this Toledo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where's said, our world premiere?
0: He said they emailed it to me. I I can't find it. Oh, lucky. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I wanted to be nice to him cuz I think he's delusional. You did pretty well. Yeah. He's a lunatic. You but I also well. wanted I also I wanted him a to great start time talking. time was yeah. the perfect <laughs> <Yeah>. answer. Well, <laughs> I did have a really good time at the show. Me and my friend Brian ran into a couple of other friends from school and it's uh, the, true. The Colmere brothers, we had a great time. A great time. He might have sold a ticket with me now. I might I yeah. might have to go check I'm this one out. We're because... going, to, and again, we're going to have a good time. Nothing better than watching Brady take the only handicapped lady at the Feldman <laughs> show into the handicap stall. <laughs> Brady, you were an awesome uh, uh, chauvinist whore. It was awesome to have that on the part of the interview. <laughs> yeah. We could have Johnny Midnighted in the ass, but we decided not to. I think to we kind of did. Think we kinda did. Kinda Brady did, yeah, yeah, did it but... on his own that time, but... He was a little more con- like contained in his own head than I thought he was going to be. I mm-hmm. thought he was more of a drifter. I, a little more, and I know he's going he through. Didn't a take tough the twenty
0: two so serious. But no, he's, but he's I've sort of heard pretty heavy. Look, on the-
2: I've heard him talk about that twenty two thing. It's a nonsense run, and he's seemingly not as delusional as I thought. He's hyper aware of what's going on around him. And I don't know about that. feeling. Like, totally delusional. He's just as as I thought, which was completely. I mean, uh, he's got this.
0: This, this is a big day.
2: The pressers,
0: you, you know, press so we could jump on you know yesterday fun.
2: and get in there. Well, we forgot about the uh, the Funko. I told him he's got those dolls. There, so. <laughs> I said it at the end. You got those dolls you're selling, and he didn't care. Oh, he asked how a hormone, which was, you know, hey, thanks for the addition <laughs> to the show. You can get a Corey Feldman Funko Truth Twenty Two Productions. I mean, how lucky is your number that everything is out? Like, I think he's getting so much heat for it. Here's uh, the Funko. We got to get you one. Yeah, I definitely want. It looks one of those. just like him. <laughs> it, really, it's it's actual size. <laughs> and on the, the Funko people has put his stage on there too. That's pretty great. Anyway, eighty bucks. What? I don't want one of those. <laughs> you better give us one for the interview. Anyway, the Funko dolls. Feldman October. Talking about Metallica. Save your money, Feldman. <laughs> Corey Feldman. Yeah, when Toledo texted me that last night, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm, I literally got that text standing under (laughs) the the giant screens of the (laughs) season 72 seasons tour for Metallica. And uh, looking at that, I'm like, oh, cool. We got, I just got done with Robert Trujillo talking about, you know, the last 40 years of Metallica, last 20 for him, everything he's been. And I'm like, cool, Feldman tomorrow. Awesome. (laughs) Excuse me, Bob. I got to talk (laughs) that deal with Corey Feldman right now. Oh, Trujillo. Have you ever seen Feldman Live? (laughs) Ever seen Meatballs Four? He's bass players in the meatball school. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, laugh all you want. That show's worth going to. You guys rolled your eyes at me last time. I came back pretty glowing with his shirt on.
0: He came back day. touched.
2: Yeah. I am the only thing I'm gonna miss is his wife not being there. Because that was a spectacle. It was magic. Sad to see those wings go. I, they've been clipped. Pretty good answer though by. A crazy man. And say, what happened? What would you do? I opened the cage. Like He, had, he clearly had her <laughs> held hostage. <laughs> anyway, when is it? October what? 11th. The marquee.
0: So, oh, it's going to be on the concert calendar.
2: I'm just looking to see if it's, it's on like there. Right? On it. day before uh, Shinedown. So Guns N' Roses is the uh, 11th as well. Oh.
0: <laughs> Screw you, Axel. I've, I've seen see, you before. See Guns and Roses <laughs> three or four times. <laughs> If, if
2: they were, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we
0: get a hold of uh, GNR and see if they make him an opening act.
2: Oh man! Or other way around and have GNR show up, oh. do a song, and then oh. shoot on over to the chopper back over to the. It's at the Footprint Center this time. That's close. We if Ricky just, Rackman on it. Oh, he, he Rackman can will that make that it hard. happen. He'll put that at the cat house.
0: <laughs> Let him do out. one story. John, did you just talk to the guy that was in Wayne's World 2 getting brown M&Ms for the band?
2: It <laughs> didn't sort of sound like him. No, but that's kind of, that's sort of maybe him. Oh, no, he's talking about Nigel, I think. Nigel. Yeah. Good callback. Oh, well done, Rich. No. <laughs> <laughs> you made me think Corey Feldman was in Wayne's World. No, he's not. What a way to kick off a Friday half-ass holiday workday. Good stuff. Let's just drop the mic now. Yeah, all the rest of the shows aren't here. Why we are can't We can't top that. This is great. Nobody's here. Just us. Yeah, it's just us. How do you do that? They just started. We're we dumb, do some man. Some breaks on the other stations. We could do whatever we want. We We're should. the only ones in the building. Absolutely. Anyway, break in. Let's get a wake Bring up. Bring their numbers up. Yeah. half ass holiday work. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, it's uh, whatever you guys want to play this morning. Five eight five nine eight hundred, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD.
1: Wake up!
2: It's out of control now. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit
0: ValleyChevy.com for details.